You're listening to Recap.fm's coverage of the Disney Plus original series, The Mandalorian. I'm Seal. I'm JD. Let's talk about Chapter 2, The Child. Baby Yoda in the house. All the memes. All the memes in the world. Are I now love gonna, it. Like, I hope he replaces Kermit. Although I love the Kermit memes. I, did I, don't, I don't think they'll ever go out of style. The, the tea drinking one is my favorite thing. It's timeless. It's my favorite thing ever. Or the one with him as like the dark side. <laughs> that one's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> but you know there's fitting to be a Baby Yoda one. Right. Well, I mean, that. the puppets that they do. You know, Frank Oz and all of them. I mean, just, they're they're all, you know, kindred spirits. They're all related. Right. If you can make a puppet, you know, have a lasting impact on society, I feel like you've done your job as you a puppeteer. Have. You have. Have you, do you hear, um, I heard some of uh, uh, the, I guess, the red carpet interview with Werner Herzog when they were doing the premiere mm-hmm. of the show and they were talking about the Baby Yoda, the puppet. And he said it, he said it was heartbreaking and he, he, he wept. He was very enamored with the baby Yoda. He's like, this thing is amazing. It is an amazing. He's like, you have no idea how amazing this thing is. Puppets are cool. Yeah. Puppets are cool. All right. So let's just get into it. Let's get right into it. The Mandalorian is returning to his ship after rescuing baby Yoda from whoever had him. And he's ambushed as he's walking along with him in his little floating bassinet by the Trandoshans. Uh, which is the, the most famous Trandoshan has to be Bosk. Yes. Because that's probably the only one anyone knows with a name, uh, unless you're like a super, super fan. Um, but Bosk, I think, is pretty well known. He shows up in the movies. You see him yeah. in Empire. You see Bosk in Empire. Yeah, because he's a bounty hunter as well. So it's quite a fight. I mean, it's three on one, and he gets hacked and slashed a couple times because his armor... Um, it's, it's okay right now, but it's, it's taking a little bit of a beating. It'll take more of a beating, beating later, yeah, later, but it protects him enough to where he is able to disintegrate one of them and then fights off the other two and successful, you know, three and one, three V one, the odds were probably still in his favor because he's a Mandalorian, right? Right, right. But he finds a fob, a tracking fob. Which is going to start to be a pattern because there's that IG droid that had a tracking fob. Mm-hmm. There's Trandoshans that have a tracking fob. It's just like who else has a tracking fob? Yeah, does everybody have a tracking fob? Like, what is going I don't on know here? What the hell is going on? Yeah, not great. So, I mean, he gets cut up, and we see Baby Yoda actually try to reach out and heal him, which yeah. was a sweet, tender moment. It was, but he didn't realize what was going on, and he just picks him up and puts him back in his yeah. little basket because like, he thinks he's quit. Yeah. Your kid quit wandering around. Quit getting up and causing problems. Yeah. So he puts him back in the bassinet a bunch of times and closes it. But as he gets back to his ship, that's when he really realizes he's got a problem. Yeah, we see this big old familiar thing. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's a Jawa sand crawler mm-hmm. parked right next to his ship. And that can only mean one thing. It's their ship now. It's their ship now. Yeah. I mean, it's their parts now. It's not even their ship. It's their right. parts now. And we don't know how long he's been there. Like, 
He had to learn to ride that thing. He had to go find the people. Like, yeah. I don't think it was just a couple of days. It probably was a couple of weeks. Maybe. I mean, there was some time. I mean, because if he... You seven know, to ten days at least, right? He's smart because he knows, you know, he's not going to park right next to wherever, to, you know, his target is. Right. So he's going to walk in. Yeah. And then he's got a journey there. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, I, th- I think he's been gone a week. And the Jawas have done quite a number on his ship. Oh, my goodness Quite gracious, they've stripped it. But so it's, it's like this time, uh, the first time I went to New York City, Yeah, I saw a car get stripped. Really? It was like total cliche. So this is like 1981, probably. Okay. And yeah, it was. I was nine. So it was 81, summer of 81. Yeah. And so we're riding down from Connecticut. We're on the Bronx Turnpike. We're going into the, we're going to go to the city. Whoa. Right, right. And we're caught in this traffic jam. And that's a whole nother story. But part of the excitement of the traffic jam was a dude's car broke down. And we're down in kind of one of those valleys where it's got the, um, you know, the concrete sides built up. And mm-hmm. so the freeway's running kind of below ground level. Sure. But it's open. This dude pulls over and he's parked over on the side. And our friend that was taking us around was like, and we see him hiking up the side of the hill because there's a gas station up there and he's going to call a tow truck or whatever. Sure. Right. And our friend that's with us is like, okay, watch that car before that guy gets to the top of the hill. That van over there is going to pull up, and they're going to steal a bunch of stuff off of that car. Oh, wow. And sure enough, by the time the guy got to the top of the hill, this is how slow traffic was moving. Mm -hmm. By the time the guy got to the top of the hill, the van was pulling away. They had that thing up on blocks. They'd taken the dude's wheels his seats That's and crazy. a bunch of other stuff. It was nuts. I mean, they stripped that car like that. It was unbelievable. And that's what the Jawas have done to the Mandalorian ship. And he's not happy about it. Like, he sees this from afar, so he busts out his pulse rifle, and he goes to work. I mean, to work. And this pulse rifle is quite the weapon. We finally see disintegrations yes. in the Star Wars universe. Thank you very much. I mean, he is oh. the Jawas, and they just—it's like they're there, and then they're not. They're not, yeah, just gone. And that one Jawas just spraying and praying with his little right. shotgun, and then whack, he gets blown up. Right, poor little guy. And so he he starts chasing him down. You know what I'm saying? And like, like they get in the sand crawler after a few of them get disintegrated, and he follows. And he's got the bassinet set to follow as well. So. The, the baby Yoda's right behind him. That's the best part of this whole chase scene. Right. Is he's running the sand crawler down on foot and old baby Yoda's just zzz, floating right behind him the whole time. And these sand crawlers are well built machines. Like his weapon that was disintegrating things cannot penetrate its armor at Mm-mm. all. So he grabs onto it though. Like he runs fast enough to catch onto it. He tries to climb up the thing. And there are a million hatches. I think every single piece of that armor is openable. It has That's to what be. it looked like because they were opening all kinds of stuff and they're just throwing garbage at him. Right. And but it like everything a- that could possibly be an opening was. Right. There was no order. It's not like it was a straight line of windows oh, or anything. No. Complete and, chaos. Yeah. And the, maybe they were overlapping. Who like knows? Like it was cobbled together. Well, that would actually be pretty smart for armor to overlap it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to, you don't want to have any weak points, just no. overlap it like scale hide, you know? Mm-hmm. So he, they're throwing trash at him. They're doing all this stuff. So finally, he uses his little grappling hook and connects to an antenna-type weapon thing on the top and starts to climb up. And up he goes, and they, they're wise to it. Yeah. They're I mean, like, they're no, trying to whack gonna, the thing off. We're just going to cut this thing off, and right. we're going to drop you over to side. And so there's the dramatic moment. 
and they think, oh, we've won the day. Right. And then there's the jump scare where he comes over to side. Right. And he's getting ready to get mad and take him out. Well, he's drawing, he comes up, draws his gun. And there's like 10 of them there with those little shock things. Pulse rifles. And some kind of like sonic wave. And the thing that they shot R2 with, right? And it goes, yeah. And just like basically electrocuted the poor man. Mm-hmm. And he fell off the side. And that had to hurt. Yeah. It's Ooh. not because those sand crawlers are not short. Oh. No. Probably 30, 40 feet. Yeah, he fell 30, 40 feet right onto his back. Yeah. Oh. But he's got his Mandalorian armor. He's fine. He's fine. He's, they'll be fine. And. <laughs> Afterwards, he realizes, hey, I'm really in trouble because he goes and inspects his ship and it is even worse than you thought. Yeah. Engines won't start. There's nothing. There's big holes, gaping holes in it. That's not going to do well in space. Right. His carbonite thing is destroyed. Yeah. His carbon, his freezer thing doesn't work anymore. And his weapons locker was empty too. Was empty too. Yeah. So he goes and finds the only other being he knows. And it's a name that I K U I I L. Coolio. Coolio, Queel, Queel. I don't know how you say it, but he knows him, so he's like, "Yo, what do I do? I'm really in trouble." He's like, "Let's go negotiate with the Jawas." He's like, "What? They just stole? They just destroyed my ship?" No, they didn't destroy it. They stole. They right. steal. They don't destroy. Right. And you can bargain with them. Right. So let's go bargain with them. He's like, "But they're my ship parts." Why do I need to bargain for my ship parts back? I should just be able to get them because they're mine. Apparently, that's not how it, how the Jawas work. No. So he goes, and he's not very good at negotiating at first. He threatens them with his flamethrower because, yeah. you know, he always has weapons. And they're like, okay, we'll trade you for the baby. No. That's not going to happen. No. Uh, we'll trade you for your weapons. But yeah, they wanted his armor. And he right. was like, hell no, you yeah. can't. And, like, and they're like, he, and finally, Quill talks to him. He's like, yo, he's a Mandalorian. The armor is sacred to him. He cannot trade that. Surely there's something else. There is. We want the egg. Bring us the egg. And what do you think when they said, bring us the egg? I thought it was like some treasure right, i thought it was like a jewel yeah like a jewel like some jewel encrusted thing some kind of a treasure right like maybe a big stone like a big cut stone or something right or like a huge diamond that's yeah. like in a dangerous place that they're too little to carry up or whatever yeah that's what i thought nope that's not what it is um he finds a din which <laughs> is an oddly shaped din <laughs> like just when it looks look, like a sphincter it does it looks like a cat's behind and you know there's no getting around it right there's no sugarcoating it that's right. what it looks like and it, i think it was very much on purpose that they made it look that oh way. yeah because if they didn't make it on purpose someone would have looked at it and said y'all realize what this looks like right, right. yeah and oh so they had to be able to say oh yeah that's on purpose yeah we did that on purpose and inside is a large horned beast called a mud horn we learn later that apparently had eaten a bunch of people that have come to try to take its egg yeah well that thing is huge look at the bones yeah look at the bones (laughs) look at the human rubble and i love the the shot where we you see the eye open (laughs) cut to baby yoda over his shoulder he's Mm -hmm. looking at the mouth of the cave Mm -hmm. or the butt of the cave and out comes flying a mandalorian right (laughs) and i loved 
I love this creature, like the detail work that they did with it. It's like a cross between a rhino and like a woolly mammoth. I mean, it's massive, mm-hmm. but it's quick and it's powerful. And the horn, like instead of like stomping its feet like a bull or something would do, it's banging, banging its horn, horn on the ground because it can get it flat and it's so big. And the thing just beats his ass. Oh, it tears him up. Like, it's so Rex's muddy. armor and just, ugh. Yeah, it's so muddy out there. He can't really get any footing or grip. He can't load his blaster rifle. Not that it may, maybe it would have done some good. Who knows? I don't know. We have no idea. But, I mean, he is getting destroyed. And his armor is malfunctioning. And it gets to the point where he basically accepts that he's going to lose this fight. Because all he has left is a dagger that he pulls from his boot. And he's standing there holding it while the Mudhorn is charging. Yep. And he's like, oh, I'm going to see if I can take this guy with me. Right. And while the Mudhorn starts charging, all of a sudden, it stops. And then all of a sudden, it's floating in midair. And you're just like, what is happening? And it's very upset that it's floating. Right. And then you turn and you look and you see baby Yoda making the Yoda face. Like, and he's got the hand up like, yeah. when, like, when, when, like when real Yoda was lifting the X-wing out of the swamp. Yeah. I don't believe it. That is why, why you fail. And he's very, he's working really hard. And he stopped the mud horn. And so the Mandalorian is able to walk up, stab it in the neck, and kill it. Yep, like just Baby Yoda drops it. Yeah. And he passes out. Yeah. And then whack in the neck. And then he gives it a twist and takes it out and pops him again. Yeah. I guess in the brain. And it's dead. Right. And so nobody really knows what happened. I mean, the Mandalorian is super confused. But he's able to retrieve the egg, which looks like a turd. It looks like a big hairy poop. That's what it looks like. And coming to find out what it is, is actually. Just an egg. So the fact that the mudhorn reproduces via egg is just weird. <laughs> well, I mean, the platypus lays eggs. Yeah, the platypus does, but like normal mammals don't. Well, well that was no normal mammal. Well, how do you, it looked pretty normal. I could. That's totally plausible that something like that could live on Earth. It would be dominant, but I I could see that living. The duckbill platypus lives on the Earth. Well, I know, and that is just doesn't make sense to anyone. At all. And it lays eggs. Yeah. So they, he brings the egg to the Jawas, and they're like, oh, you have brought us the egg. And the leader, the chief, takes out a knife and whoosh, cuts off the top, and inside is liquid gold. Just this yolk. Yolk. A big old yolk. And snack. they all just start taking handfuls and eating it. And so we do know that Jawas eat now. But we do. We don't know what kind of mouth they have, but I'm assuming they have a mouth of some sort because well, they were shoving that yolk into something. <laughs> they were shuffling it in there. It was so gross. And then it was gone in like 20 seconds. That poor Mandalorian nearly lost his life for 20 seconds of pleasure for a Jawa. But hey, they made the de- they honored the deal. They did. They, they gave him all of his stuff back. But then herein lies another problem. He's got to put his whole ship back together. In the middle of the desert. Without a shop, without... Yeah, a, there ain't no machine shop out here. Yeah, there are um, probably tools, but I mean, who knows what kind of stuff they have, but... Whatever the toolkit that comes with the spaceship when you buy it. But Quill is like, I will help you, and it'll go faster if you get off your ass and help yeah, as well. because he's all pouting. He's like, this is going to take weeks. We need a proper machine shop. Blah, 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 blah. And my man's like, hey, this will go faster if you help. Right. And then we get a montage of them... 
putting yes. it back together. Because it's always better in a montage. Yep. And it works. I you mean, think that's a middle finger to George Lucas because he never uses montages. No, I think it's a it's a useful tool for telling a quick story in an episode of television. I think you're right. I don't think it. I just like to make the joke about you know. <laughs> okay, you just don't like George Lucas. Is that what you're saying? No, I love George Lucas, but he refuses to montage when he there there are times and places where it could be useful. Sure, as you say. And this is one of them. Yeah, I think uh, Luke's Jedi training could have been awesome as a montage. Oh, yeah. Like a, like a long time of him working on uh, Dagobah. You know, we yeah. got some of it, but like a really long, drawn yeah. out. I think that would have been That'd cool. would have been rad. But yeah, we got like what we got. The final countdown point in the back. But a doo doo. Yeah. Yes. That would have been awesome. But it works. Yes. The ship now works. And so the Mandalorian talks to uh quill and he's like hey uh i will give you a reward I, I will give you part of the bounty for this uh for what i'm he's like no no need you're my guest he's like okay well how about this how about you come with me i could use someone like you on my crew man he's like nah man i i've worked long and hard you know to not be in servitude to anybody mm-hmm. and Mandalorian's like you know what i get that that's cool yeah and he and he's like I'm just, this is my repayment to you for bringing peace back to my valley. That's all I wanted. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. I, I came out here to live in peace on my own, and it was taken away with all these guys out here with Baby Yoda. So now that you've taken care of that, thank you. I have spoken. So they get in space, and they start to take off. And he's flying out of the atmosphere into space, and Baby Yoda wakes up. Finally wakes up. Finally wakes up. I mean, it had been a while after he used the Force on that Mudhorn that he's been asleep. And so. Quill was like, hey, okay, explain to me again what happened. And and, and Mandalorian's like, I mean, I, I'm not really sure. Right. I'll tell you exactly how it looked to me, but I, but I don't know what it was. Yeah. But finally, Baby Yoda's awake. Yeah. And so they're going back to turn into Bounty, and that's where the episode ends. Boom. Good stuff, man. It was. It was a good episode. Yeah, it's a good show. Uh, I'm liking everything about the show. The pacing, the the filming, the storylines, you know, they're all pretty strong. I'm starting to wonder if they're going to be, there's like an overarching story with like individual episodes, like a real television series, you know, like you're watching like Star Trek or even Firefly. You know, there's always an overarching story, but there's different individual episodes along the way, like little one shots. That kind of advance the story, but you meet new characters that you're never going to see again. I don't know. So we'll see. I liked Quill, though. Like I, awesome. really, I really hope we see him again. I do, too. I do. I hope we come back to him at some point before yeah. the end of the season. Definitely. So that was it. Uh, good stuff. So yes. hopefully you're following along. I'm sorry we're a couple weeks behind. We did record the second episode when we were on a road trip. We did. However... Um, we got lost. <laughs> we did. Like we stopped following our map while we were talking. We did. And then the road noise was apparently so aggressive. It that was it would, bad. It would have been unlistenable for y'all. No, bad, matter, no matter how much we tried to fix it. By the it. time I pulled it out, it sounded like we were underwater. Yeah. And so, it was just unacceptable. Yeah. So. And then there was the whole diatribe of, we're lost. Where are we going? And, and it was like, oh, God, this yeah. is going to be too much work bad so we're just re-recording a couple so, weeks yeah. later so here we are free time. boom yeah so we uh 
appreciate y'all's patience and we hope you stick with us. You should get all of these episodes back to back to back and we're caught up to live. Yeah. So thank you for sticking with us. Also, there's a couple other things you could do for us. If you haven't yet, uh, check out our website, recap.fm. There's a big red button that says subscribe to our newsletter. So if you're not on our newsletter, we would love for you to get on that. Uh, we send out biweekly things with what's coming up, what shows we're doing currently, some back stuff that you can listen to, maybe some original content. Seal and I did a podcast on the Joker. So go check out that and uh, please get on our newsletter. And then you can also follow us on Twitter, all of our our, our network Twitter is at RecapFM, and that's also the same handle that we have on all social medias, yeah. at RecapFM. And then you can follow us personally. I'm at RealJDLee. I am at Seal Adams. It's S-E-A-L-E-A-D-A-M-S. Yeah, and if you haven't left us a review or subscribed or anything, we would really appreciate that. It helps a lot. It's There's weird algorithms with uh, Apple Podcasts and things like that, but whenever you subscribe and whenever you leave a review, it really helps us out more than you know. And plus, uh, we would love to get the feedback from you guys and interact a little bit. So anything you want to let us know, Twitter, uh, Instagram, uh, review. Any of that kind of stuff we would appreciate. So we'll be back real soon with chapter three of The Mandalorian. We hope you had a safe and happy holidays, and we will talk to you real soon.